Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you say it's time? Stay calm. Get a haircut and get a real job. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Nathan Abex podcast. Rebecca, it's been a while. It's been a couple weeks, Nathan. I feel so bad about multiple where, things. Where have you been? <laughs> Mainly in the bathroom, if I'm being real, if I'm being honest. There's been a lot of bathroom for me in the last week. There's no anger here. Like, I feel so bad for you. You have been so sick. It's like a near-death experience. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a walking skeleton, and I think I look like it, too. You you look like you've lost a little weight. I've lost... I'm going to say that, but my mic's not on. Yeah, there, oh, say there, it again. There's what, who are you? Welcome. Who are you? I thought Welcome. I would just chime in before my introduction, Welcome but my mic wasn't on. studio. So. We have a special guest here. Hello, hello. Six-foot Sam Stevie. That's right. If you listen to KMBZ... You have heard his voice before. He used to be on the Jonathan Weir show when that existed at KMBZ. Oh, shucks. Uh, now Earth he's a producer on Dana and Parks. That is right, and yes. And chimes in yes. every once in a great while. Whenever they let me. <laughs> Literally whenever he's allowed. Welcome to the radio. Yeah, right, right. Hey, talk, but don't talk. Well, only whenever we want you to talk. But talk. And yeah. push buttons. you got to push the buttons. Speaking of which, we're going to be talking about that later the things about radio that you don't actually expect yes the behind the scenes yeah. today we are spilling the tea yeah inside baseball all right uh-huh. but first back to my weight yeah i've lost nearly how 10 bad pounds does, how bad does nathan look sam he, he's looking a little ghostly i don't know if it's am i wider the am coloring I of you white are, you're a little pale yeah Gosh. like you look like you need the trash can that's right behind you cheekbones I, are a little more defined than they were previously not gonna lie if somebody were to press too hard on my stomach i'd probably puke on them at this moment hey, your poop. beard's looking good though thank you yeah, yeah it looks fuller now that your face is so skinny <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> thanks that and i have not done any sort of beard keeping in the last two weeks not that I normally would. Yeah, it's usually a once a month thing anyway. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, I've been sick for a while. Still uh, quote unquote pooping a lot. So you had like the stomach flu or something, right? You got this yeah, right I, after Thanksgiving? You know, yeah, it was a bug that was going around amongst my group of friends. And you're not supposed to kiss your friends. Uh, well, that's what they say. Um, but I do it anyway. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Whatever you're into. Um, no, it, it was, it was like this bug and they're like, ah, oh, yeah, it's like eight to 24 hours and then everybody's good. And so, uh, I got it and it was about, it was 13 hours of puking. And then like by the 24 hour mark, I was pretty decent for like a day or two. And then I actually round got a text. Two. Yeah, well, I, and you know, I got a warning. They were like, "Oh, by the way, there's a round two. We're all experiencing now." And I was like, "Great, I have that to look forward to." Uh, and then I did like two we- two days later, and I was like, "Cool, so that's over with." And then it was like two and a half days of being normal again, and then nah. So that was Sunday. That was nah. And then Monday I went to work. Tuesday I did not. I pooped a lot instead. Did, did you go to a doctor? 
No, are you insane? Why would I do that? Well, because you've been pooping more or less water for what sounds like the better part of a week. Well, and he just told me when I got in that he's like no longer peeing. Like I don't need to pee if all the liquid's coming out. He's out of everything. I'm legitimately a bird. He's pooped out. Pooped I'm, out. I'm a bird. Pardon the pun. Actually, you know, no, I'm jealous of birds because they've got more <laughs> structure than what I currently have. And when they fly, it just goes away with the it wind did, and they don't have to smell it. Right. And they don't have to get up and rush to the bathroom. Truck. Yeah. No. So we, we could lose Nathan at any point during the podcast, not to death, not lose him because he's going to die, but lose him, be, well, potentially. I guess that's possible, but lose him because he may get up and run to the bathroom. Yeah, uh, I meant to warn you guys about that. I legitimately might. If I just like silently get up and leave. It won't be silent. You'll we, be jumping over We know what to do. Yeah, we honest. know what to do. <laughs> Sam and I have filled in before when there was silence in the room. Have you? Yeah. For th- when was that? Didn't we have to do the end of like the Jonathan Weir show together once? That was a punishment one time. It was a punishment. It didn't make any sense <laughs> because <laughs> I was like, yeah, I want to do it. But we loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It was every, everyone once in a while, Jonathan would have to leave early and he'd be like, your punishment is you're finishing the show for me. And we were like, yay. I love good punishment. <laughs> but yeah. So, so, so anyway, so filling you, the silence. You, what do you um, want to talk about? <laughs> I already talked about the poop. That's that's the only thing I had on my chest or my okay. bowels. Oh, really. I don't want to stay on this subject, but can we go back to, to how you got this? Because there was a, a group of people that had this mm-hmm. and they were all in one house. You right. went back to that house for okay. like minutes. It was like two hours. Two hours. You were You were in... The home so, where all of the pooping and puking happened. Right. And my entire time there was spent spraying Lysol everywhere. So you would have thought that even if I came in contact with germs, I would have inhaled enough Lysol to, like, kill all of them. It would have been like a, self. an air battle going on yeah. on the way into yeah. my nostrils mm-hmm. and my lungs. Mm-hmm. But I guess not because I got it anyway. That is a very strong bug. Yeah. Incredibly strong. Or I just have a weak body. I think I'm just weak. <laughs> do, you, do you eat a lot of veggies and, and, and fruits and all that good stuff? I mean, obviously not this last week. No. Because that would have not done any good. I haven't eaten much this last week at all, actually. Um, not really. I mean, I like if they're around, I'm not opposed to veggies or, you know, fruits. But but you're not on the Rebecca level of eating vegetables. No, because I eat meat yeah, a lot. Right, yeah, right, that's my main right. consumption. Bacon. Mm, right. Mm, Delicious. Protein. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And chicken. Well, have you tried the, the Bart diet or the Brat diet? The, it depends um, on where I, you're coming from. I've been attempting that today, actually. Just a fresh start. Okay. Well, I didn't know about it until today. Oh. oh. Um, so I, I've eaten like two or three bananas today and some applesauce, and that's, that's about it. You got to throw some toast in there because oh, the toast I, you is know what? what holds it all together. I, uh, I did swing by my parents' house on my way here. And I did make six slices of toast, and I did eat them all, and I don't feel great, but I did already poop like twice since then, so. You're on the up and up. All right. I have faith. I yeah. have faith. So. Okay, hang in there. Hang in there, Nathan. It's going to be okay. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh-huh. As he nervously scratches his face. <laughs> it'll be great. It'll be fine. Okay, so fun fact, Nathan, Sam, and I all worked together at ECAV Radio back in our college days. We actually got paid to learn how to do radio. 
Sam had a show called Shut Up and Listen. I did, yes, yes. I had the Nathan and Beck show was the breakaway, and I, I went through several different names over the couple of years that I was at the radio station. But when Nathan came on board, it was the Nathan and Beck's show. And Nathan also had a show called The Churchyard. What a great name, by the way. It was yeah, a great yeah. name. It's didn't so I come up with that? No. What a pretty no. sure there. that was my no. idea. No, you did not. No. I came up with that probably while I was in the shower. Maybe I voted on it, but I gave you a whole bunch of ideas for show names. No, I gave you I a bunch of ideas. I also came up with Shut Up and Listen. She did. Yeah, she she asked me what I wanted to name my show and I said, "I don't know. What do you think I should name my show?" And then she sent us all a list of potential show names. Uh-huh. And I I think Shut Up and Listen was like the first one on Look at the what list. a good station manager I, know, I was. I know. So you can take came claim for my name. these great names. Maybe not Nathan's. Well. No, I came up with that he's one. He's just not thinking clearly right, right now. Right, right. He's got, never mind. So anyway, we're all friends, <laughs> but we all work at Intercom together, even though Sam and I work at KMBZ together. Nathan works at 99.7 The Point and Front Desk, which, you know... Sometimes that's where the real money. Sometimes at. he calls up to KMBZ to let us know that our lunch is there. That's right. That's, that's true. Right. So Although you've never brought me my lunch, and I thought that was part of like the the whole front desk requirement. No, see, if I were to bring you your lunch, that would mean I'd have to leave the front desk empty, and then that would be used that's against me. That's not a thing. You in, cannot in do that. Your conversation. Not leave the front like desk months empty. later. Oh, uh, in order no. to take away the majority of my hours with video footage. Speaking of no, inside, no video footage. Speaking of inside stories, <laughs> <laughs> diving right into the inside. I wonder if anybody. <laughs> I wonder if any, anybody from Intercom listens to this podcast. No, uh, not know. likely. We're probably pretty safe. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the last words they spoke as Intercom employees. So Sam and Nathan and I are, are good friends, which makes for some interesting conversations at the radio station because people don't know the backstory and we don't they don't know how we're such good friends. And I've been accused of being in a relationship with both Sam and Nathan at some point at Intercom. I have been asked multiple times by different people. If you and I are in a relationship. Yes. And, and even It's a really awkward response. Even today <laughs> I came in to say something to Sam, which we work together. I'm going to go talk to you. And Will said, Oh, you're going in to talk to your boyfriend? Oh snap. And I was like, Are you kidding me? Like, can we stop this? <laughs> like, just because I'm friends with these guys doesn't mean that there's a relationship there. Yeah. Yeah. We're good friends and we've known each other for years, and so that's a weird thing. Can you believe that that ECAV radio was was that five years ago now? Was it that long ago? I think so. Really? Because uh. I should have graduated college in May. Should have, mm-hmm. being the operative word there, and that would have been my fourth oh year my of college, gosh. and we started our freshman yeah. year. It was like 2015. Yeah. So. Wow. We're at five years of being in radio together. 2015 or 2016. That's nuts. That's yeah. a really yeah. long time. Right. Right? Like, it's not a long friendship for me because I'm a lot older than you guys. But right. for you guys, that's like half your life. That's a quarter. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. You guys get to play old jokes. I'm going to do young jokes sometimes when they're available. Well, so we're obviously not together because you're twice my age. Boom. Got him. Yeah. Every time. That doesn't seem to deter anybody. <laughs> no, it does not. No. It does not. <laughs> also, I am one of few females that work in the building. So anytime a guy comes to my desk, which is 99% of the time, 
somebody's like, why are there always guys around your desk? Because there's oh, not I any don't other females. Know because I don't know. Because my coworkers like to talk to me. We, we do work in a male-dominated industry. That is a 100% fact. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like the music side is more female. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's more females over there. Yeah. They really try hard for females over there. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's a fact. Well, and then all of our shows on KMBZ also have a female counterpart mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you have like board ops and yeah, news and, people. And then all and of stuff. our news people yeah. are men. Like Except when was, for me. When was the last time you that. heard of a female board op? You know? There was one a long time ago, but I hear that she fell asleep doing her board op responsibilities Women and got right. fired after that. How do you fall asleep during a radio show? It was on Saturdays. Oh. oh uh, <laughs> More I have stuff. never done that. More inside stuff. Gosh. What do you mean, boss? <laughs> I, I didn't sleep. <laughs> I've fallen asleep during my own show before, so. Really? Yeah. How do you do that? Wait, excuse me? Yeah, for, uh, oh, shoot. I hope no, like, perspective... Holy moly, we (laughs) are just revealing stuff. Full disclosure here. Nathan, just go on, tell the story. Back in my, back, back whenever I was a young, irresponsible DJ, (laughs) you know. Four years ago, two years ago. Feeling invincible, like. Last year. I had the world figured out. A couple of months ago. Uh, Something like that. (laughs) uh, It was whenever I was on KADI for Springfield. But here's the thing. I was, I was on, Rebecca's popping open a cold one with the boys. (laughs) The boys. It's a cold can of Coke. It's and it's a little baby can. Yeah. Look how cute this yep. is. This is a little was, baby can of it was Coke. Super quiet. Too. This is for when you don't want to drink a full size can of Coke. You just want a couple drinks of Coke. You got a little baby can. That of looks Coke. like two drinks of Coke. Honestly, seven point five fluid ounces. Okay, Sorry, so anyway, Nathan, right, you fell asleep at work. Story. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, whenever I was on a KDI in Springfield, but I was here in actually in this studio in Lenexa, Kansas. So it's. There's only two people that work in this office. It was oh me gosh, and I'm Gary. I'm remembering this story now. It was now. me and Gary. But Mary. it was whenever I was working in the evenings still. And so Gary had already left. So it's literally just me in the building. I'm doing everything remotely. I've got the whole radio thing figured out. So I don't have to do much prep before each break. So I fell asleep because I was very tired in between breaks. Because, you know, it's like you do a break. Music radio... Here's the way it works. As somebody who's been doing it for years now. Yeah, whew, long time. Uh, I'm basically a professional, about to retire. Music radio, you record a break, then you browse Facebook for 15 minutes, then you record another break, then you browse fit- Facebook for 15 minutes, then you do another break, then you browse Facebook for 20 minutes, then you do another break. And then you're done. And then you're done. Yeah. And if you got to go poop or something, you pre-record the next break or two. Or three, if you're. How long does it take you to poop? Me. Listen. <laughs> That's a Doesn't it take everybody a long minutes. time? Can you poop fast? Oh, like, I poop fast. Like, how long does it take you? Uh, you've seen me run past your desk during the oh, Dana and Parks you program poop before. On the three-minute break. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can't pee on the three-minute break. You just got to sit down and just whoo, and then just get up and go. Uh, and what wow. about wipe? Well, you it, gotta, uh, duh. It takes me probably two to three times longer to wipe than it does to poop. I don't want to know what you're doing down there, Nathan. I'm wiping. Uh-huh. Thoroughly. Okay. 
Nathan is very concerned with not being clean. He always keeps a wipe with him at all times. I am not a farmer. And by gosh, oh darn, I do not want to harvest any sort of dingleberries or take any chances of planting any. So I'm wiping. And I'm wiping good. I'm wiping hard. Thoroughly. Okay. Thoroughly. Until he bleeds sometimes. My yes. brain right now is somewhere that I don't want it to be. So... And why are we back to talking about poop? It just always Welcome circles. to the Nathan and Bex podcast. <laughs> it always circles back there. I mean, it's probably going to happen a few more times during the podcast. Well, that just sounds poopy. Yeah. Poopy. Yeah. <laughs> what were you we talking about? Oh, uh, Nathan radio? falling asleep during yes. the Right, the ins yes. and outs of radio or yes. something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, Sam and I have a little battle going on right now in radio. Because well, in the, in the newsroom. In the newsroom. That's in radio. So Rebecca thought it was going to be really no, funny okay, one day. Okay, hold on. So Sam. Oh, so you want to take the lead on this so one. So gotcha. Sam, we always give each other high fives. We celebrate our wins. In the pastime. And one day, Sam walked up to me, held up his hand to give me a high five. And when I went to give him a high five, he dropped his hand. And I was like, that's rude. It's pretty rude, Sam. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so we went about our business. Mm-hmm. The next time, it was... Time to celebrate. Sam mm-hmm. went to go give me a high five. Mm-hmm. I went to reciprocate that high five, and Sam dropped his hand again. And I was like, oh, really? You want to play games? I will never high five you again because I'm a mom, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I know that follow through is important. Mm-hmm. And Sam needs to learn his lesson that it is not okay to ghost somebody with a high five. So, would you I like have, me to fill in the details here? So I have refused uh-huh. to give Sam a high five for what has it been a month now? I don't know. I stopped counting. It's, it's the disrespect is I had so to aggressive really, that I have to. I ignore had to train my brain to ignore all high fives to the point. Anytime at home somebody tries to high five me, I I immediately like turn away. Like no, I don't know. You almost gave me a knuckle touch. No today. high fives here. I'll okay, so twice yesterday I almost high fived you. Today I almost gave you a pound. And then was Freezing. like, <clears throat> and then I was like, no, no. Sam okay, so anyway, here's what really lesson. happened. Never. So we he were will talking. Never get a high five again. We were never. talking about never about the forever about the the whole like joke about acting like you're going to give someone a high five and then dodging it in I the newsroom. Remember this happening, and so I did it. And that was, that was the first time. And we had, we had exchanged high fives again. It was a couple days apart. And then the second one happened. So she d- decided to leave those details out there in the middle. This, we were not discussing. About uh, exchanging high fives. We were not discussing high fives. We were celebrating something. I don't remember what that was. No, we were definitely discussing the whole high five joke. I disagree. And then, I disagree. And then Rebecca did it to me. Just before the I second time that do I did not it to her, remember that happening. That did not happen. I think you've made that up in your mind so that you can feel better okay. about this situation. Okay. Well, anyway, she still won't give me a high five, and I, I did get an air five a couple weeks ago out of her. Did you? But she claims that it wasn't an air five that because was I waved not, at her first. No, <laughs> yes. That was so I got her in the waving motion, and then I did the air wave. five. <laughs> So And then Sam went to Twitter and said I high-fived him. And she did. It was an air five. on a throne of lies. Well, yeah. 
So do you, because you started it. I did not start it. There is no possible way I started this. You're totally making that other stuff up. You're the one that decided to stop high-fiving no, me. No, you, you... I hope you have learned your lesson, Sam. Because I, now I you will never get a high-five from me again. And hopefully, nobody else will ever have to experience this in their lifetime. Hey, Nathan. Because you know not to ghost somebody on a high-five. I'm really happy that you guys Thanks are high-fiving. High That's great. Yeah. I bet you're probably going to get sick now that you've touched his sweaty. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) You just tossed me a wet wipe. Sam has been contaminated. (laughs) So when you don't hear Sam on the Dana Parks show for the next couple of weeks, it's because you got the poops. Well, no, you'll still hear me on the show. It just sometimes the brakes won't fire. Like they'll they'll signal to go to news. Don't don't forget about round two. Because I won't be there. I'll be in the toilet. (laughs) Anyway. The, the point is that you can continue giving other people a high five. It's just hopefully you've learned your lesson so you will never ghost anybody again. Sam, have you learned your lesson? No. No, I, I didn't so. start it. So. Oh, now he's a liar <laughs> wow. and a high five ghoster. I'm doubling down. I'm doubling down. <gasps> so, right. anyway. So, behind the scenes, behind the scenes. We're all over the place. Nathan. Hmm? Okay, hey. his eyes got huge. Nathan is not, is is going to yeah. selectively Almost. participate, <laughs> but I not thought, selectively, more like selectively enter consciousness. So like Conscious. selectively, in, sure. In context, <clears throat> like I was saying. I don't know. I'm out of it. So I'm trying to say, <laughs> I've been out of it for a week. So, anyway, so so while 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 I have your attention uh-huh. here for a second, yes, what's some behind the scenes stuff that you didn't realize about radio when you went into it? Um, I didn't realize, okay, I didn't realize how many jobs people do or like how much people jump from job to job inside of radio. Like I knew like, okay, you kind of have to start in the bottom to reach the top kind of deal. But I didn't know people would be like simultaneously being at the bottom and the top or like somewhere in mid and then just randomly be like, oh, they need filled up at the top. I'll go up there and fill in and then come back and do my regular job a lot. By the way, he's literally referring to like height of the building because <laughs> basically <laughs> the middle Enter level, com- the top Enter level. Com, that applies yeah. in both instances. And I'm not even referring to myself of like filling in on like the point whenever they need somebody and then going back and doing like the front desk. I'm talking like like right now there's a a production person. She's got a full-time job doing production, but they needed a full-time midday person on the point and so they're like eh, she's already here i guess she'll just do that job too like how do you have full, two full-time jobs in the same building for the same company yeah sam you, your hand is raised I are do you that. looking for I a high five or jobs. are you just saying you're just saying nope, i'm not gonna high five you <laughs> yeah. sorry I, I ghosted a high five wow i Rebecca? do two full-time hey, jobs you how does it feel sam to be or nathan to be ghosted by sam's high five I'm a very understanding person. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. He's an accepting human being. I understand. And he doesn't hold grudges because he's right. nice. Sam, tell us about the, the multiple jobs you work. Well, if you count all the jobs that I've had in the last, uh, I don't know, like year and nine months, something. How long have I been in intercom? Two years? I don't, I don't know. know. If you count all the jobs Not I've as had, long as I have, nerd. I've had like just six My voice just got really ones. deep. <laughs> six different? I don't know. I started out in promotions, and then... Where almost everybody starts out. Right, right. You got to start out downstairs, because it's hard to get upstairs, especially when you're 12 like me. 
so I started out in promotions, and then they needed somebody to produce sports games on KMBZ. And I just so happened to be standing at Rebecca's desk talking to Rebecca. No, I texted you. Oh, no, that's right. I that's texted right. you because I, I overheard a conversation like I usually do. Eavesdropper. Of My desk is right in the center of everything, Everyone, and yeah. I hear yeah. everything that's going on. Anyway, I heard them talking about needing a board op, and I texted Sam and said, if you want a job as a board op, get up here as fast as you can. And you were there in minutes. I was, yeah. I was right downstairs, and so I went up and... Uh, our boss, can we say our boss's name? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just say our boss. Our boss um, asked me if I knew how to do the job. And I didn't. But I said yes. Mm-hmm. And Which is a I trick that Nathan like, said early on was never say that you don't know how to do something. Or no, because you don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Always say yes to the job and then figure it out. Right, right. So I, I got to learn how to run the board for... It, this little tiny, like, four-channel board. Now I run a 30-channel board. I don't even know how many channels. But I learned how to run the board, and then uh, I started doing more and more production because they were like, hey, this kid cares about radio. I'm glad that they believed that. Um, and then now I do – I write news, and I produce the Dana and Park show, which are technically two full-time jobs that I do every day. Although I don't really do like the full news thing because I don't post on the website and whatnot like all the other news people do. Mm-hmm. But that's because I'm sitting in a studio producing a show. But in between all that time, I produced the midday show. I went back to promotions for different random gigs and whatnot because I wasn't getting enough hours. And yeah, I do a lot. And now I anchor, I write news, I produce, I get told to stop talking, all that good stuff. And that's a whole nother thing that I didn't realize going into radio was um, how you get jobs in radio because it's literally being there. Oh, yeah. The right place at the right time. We we have a buddy who's applied for like 30 different positions at different Mm -hmm. radio stations. they, They just won't call him back, but... We just seem to hop from job to job. No, the key is, is it costs a lot of money to get a job in radio because you can't be working someplace else. Yes. You have to be Mm -hmm. there waiting for it. So all of us started in promotions Mm -hmm. and all of us worked hours in promotions, but we spent a lot of time at the radio station, not getting paid, waiting for an opportunity to open up. Like we were willing to work for free in any area just to get people to know who we were and what we were able to do so that we were ready when that opportunity opened up. Sam, you were doing board work forever and it happened to be that two people quit in a close time frame, which made you the most experienced board op to move into that full-time spot. It was pretty sweet. (laughs) <laughs> and so that happened for you really quickly. It did. Um, kind of the same case for me. I was part-time news reporter working in the evenings, which is where... Well, you interned for like 14 okay, years. Okay, so that. I interned, yeah, I interned forever. And then worked there part-time for what seemed like forever as well. And the person right above me quit or got fired or they resigned something they left abruptly (laughs) we don't really know they left abruptly and i had to fill that spot pretty quickly and so they had me at like three quarter of time as long as they possibly could so so i didn't get any benefits and then i finally got to go full time 
And then that's how I ended up on the Jonathan Weir show on a regular basis. And actually well, and you weren't became, even really supposed to be talking on the Weir show. I wasn't, but we got away with it yeah. because it was after the time that everybody leaves. Right. So like none of the people that make the big decisions were listening anymore. And after we had done it for so long, we had developed such an audience a that rapport. they a rapport that they could not change it, or there would have been. Yeah. And then it became the Weir and Bex show. No. But it was it only called not. the Jonathan Weir show. <laughs> it basically because, was. you know, no. males dominate. Just kidding. No, Jonathan did all of the work. I just showed up and that guy's responded. A uh I miss Jonathan. Me too. What was I gonna say? Oh, I was also lucky because Scott Parks liked me a lot. I interned for the production side of things. Uh when I was at JUCO. I don't even know. It was like four years ago now. And I kept doing my work too quickly. And so I kept going to my boss in my internship, asking for more work. And instead of giving me more work, he would get mad about the fact that I was bothering him. Uh-huh. And then like my second to last day, he told me to go up to the newsroom. And so I stood there in the production studio where I work now full time, which is kind of funny, uh, behind one great producer. Can I say his name? Yeah. Uh, Rod Babcock. And he was a cool guy. We were hanging out. We were chatting. And Parks was like, who's in my studio? And I was like, I, hey, I'm Sam. <laughs> well, I didn't say that because we were, you know, there was glass between us. But his voice sounded like that because he was younger. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was like, hey, I'm Sam. And he told me to come in there on the next break. And so I did. And he goes, you got 90 seconds. Why are you here? And I was like, what? Goes, Talk. You have 90 seconds. Why are you here? And so I do what I do best. And I didn't shut up for 90 seconds. And then Rebecca facilitated me getting the job in promotions or assisted quite a bit. That was both Nathan and I. Oh, sorry, Nathan. That, hold on. Hi, my name is Nathan. I've been here the whole Nathan time. Nathan was <laughs> leaving to go to Springfield. That's and so right. we needed That's to right. fill his spot. And so we were, went to the promotions director and said, we have somebody that might Don't be good Don't hire fit. anybody. He'll be back. Because I was in California at the time. Uh, and then my first or second day in promotions, I don't even remember because it caught me so off guard. I was just sitting there doing silly little promotions work, which if you've ever won like tickets from a radio station, they have the concert written on the envelope. That's what the promotion guy does. <laughs> Literally. He just sits and writes concerts <laughs> on envelopes and puts tickets and loads the van. It makes the and phone all this calls. fun stuff. Honestly, though, they're like the face of the radio station. That's what's interesting to me. Because mm-hmm. radio is such a voice-driven thing that the promotions people are literally that face. Uh, and my second day, Scott Parks came down to me and uh, more or less yelled at me for not coming up to say hi. I was like, whoa, man, sorry. First of all, didn't know you knew who I was. He's like, yeah, you came and talked to me in the studio a while back. and Sounds like you're passionate and blah, blah, blah. And then I don't know how... Like the the process between that day that Rebecca overheard that they needed somebody to produce, because Parks had never talked to me about working upstairs. He just kind of got mad at me for <laughs> not for coming not to talk hi. to him. Yeah, it was when they they were they were in desperate need of a board op for yeah. like the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you started training right after that. So yeah, I don't know. What are the other ins and outs of? Okay, radio? hold on. Fun story about Scott Parks and my first encounter with him. Was okay if you don't know who Scott Parks is, if you don't listen to KMBZ, listen. Oh. Uh, Scott Parks is he's been at the radio station forever. Like, I think he started at Intercom before I was born. 
Facts. Like 10 years ago? (laughs) (laughs) Go poo. So so Scott (laughs) Parks is the afternoon host on Dana and Parks. Anyway, uh, apparently he's a he's a pretty big deal in Kansas City. I didn't know that. I had never listened to KMBZ before interning at Intercom Radio Station. And one day I was leaving from my internship, walking down the stairs, and Scott Parks was standing at the top of the stairs. And he stopped me and asked me what I was doing there and what I wanted to do. Kind of like what he did to you, except yeah. for he didn't give me a time frame. And he was walking out of the building with me, and I stopped him, and I said, I'm sorry, who are you again? Oh, snap. That is like a punch to <laughs> his gut. He's like... And his head went I'm from this big Scott to Parks. this big. I host a show called The Dana Parks Show. I seriously had no idea who he was. Anyway, he still talked to me after that. Head ever since. And <laughs> I was telling um, Mark Groves, who does all the production, or a lot of the production work, he's like the boss of the production yeah, now we have so many department. Um, anyway, I was interning for him, and so I was telling him about my encounter. And so he told me a story about his encounter with Scott and how they had this confrontation one time. So I listened really well to what he said, and I remembered it. And the next time I saw Scott, I replayed that same confrontation conversation to Scott when I saw him in the hallway. And Love I like it. literally planned this out like, okay, next time I see him, I'm going to do this. But I was nervous about it, but I was like, this is gonna be my in right here. And I did, I played that entire conversation out and like basically told him, I'm gonna be, I'm younger than you, I'm faster than you, I'm gonna be here way long after you leave. And he thought it was so funny and he knew that's exactly awesome. what I was doing and I was in from that point on. That's one thing that's great about Scott though, is he loves when people give him trouble like that. He feeds on he it. He does. <laughs> he acts like he's really mad about it. And then, and, and then he'll like, like to the laugh. point where I'm like, wait, was that too far? And then he'll be like, you know, we're just joking, right? I call him old probably every day. I, I'm trying to think of a day that I haven't called him old. The, the okay boomer thing is now a very common statement in our newsroom. And our culture. Okay, boomer. <laughs> Our culture. That everybody says that like it's everywhere constantly. Okay, boomer. <sighs> so yeah, another thing that I didn't understand about radio, or at least producing anyway, but I never wanted to be a producer. So that's kind of the interesting part. I wanted to to do news, and uh, I didn't realize how many buttons there were. There's a lot of buttons. There's a stuff. lot of buttons. Mm-hmm. Like I in college radio, we had what like a eight channel thing no it was like four maybe four channel thing i don't even know i don't don't remember because it was so tiny and now my board like i'm i'm six five i have to lean to hit something on either side of the board which is weird yeah because i i I shouldn't have to do that but that and all the phone calls you have to answer all the time you know what's weird is you told that story of Scott, like, remembering you to the point that he came down and asked why you didn't say hi to him. Yeah. I had an interview with Scott one time to be a board op. And, he, and so I was like, oh, yeah, did cool. I just make you feel bad? No, no, no. Oh, it's no, great. Get, get ready <laughs> it's for this. Great. Why do we all have such great Scott Park stories? Because he's a great guy. Uh, for the record. And so I had an interview. Like, I went to his office and had a legitimate interview with him and to see if I could be a board op because they needed somebody. And so I started... Uh, I started shadowing Travis whenever he was running the midday show, and I just decided I hated it, and so I like stopped. I didn't say anything to Scott 
or Travis or then anybody. And again, it was the midday show that you were board hopping. That's true. So. Scott didn't have a direct right visual, but I just kind of disappeared into the distance. And Nathan ghosted I KMBZ. I don't think he remembers me. You don't think, or you know, he doesn't remember. I know you. he doesn't know that we had that interview. Like I don't Probably know. Probably not. Yeah. Probably. It's great. He's kind of a forgetful guy. Like he asked Rebecca if she had moved yet. Okay. Probably well, every is, day. This is a really sad thing. He does have a really bad memory. <laughs> he knows we're, it. We're not going to fully discuss <laughs> that because I have serious concerns. Okay. However, right. <laughs> um, but there was one time Nathan was upstairs and Nathan had had that meeting with him. He had done the board op thing for a while. He had several conversations with Scott. And Scott mm-hmm. walked up to him, shook his hand, and said, I'm Scott Parks. Who are you? <laughs> After Were he you had freshly actually, shaven or something? No. no nothing. No. Wow. He had no idea who he was. Uh, I'm Nathan. I have talked to you multiple times. There is a trick we play on Scott Parks regularly. Well, we we did all the time, and now I've kind of stopped because I think he really does have a memory issue. So now I feel like we're making fun of him. But before we realized that, um, Dan Weinbaum in the studio. Oh, gosh. And I had this. Wilson. <laughs> yes, Wilson. Whenever I would sneeze, Dan would say, Gesundheit. And then I'd say, what does that mean? And Scott wouldn't explain what it means. Thing. And we did this almost wow, back when I was in high school. I was every in day for months. And, wow. and then we would laugh about it. There was one time where he realized we were laughing at him. And he was like, you guys are jerks. What are, why are you guys laughing? But he never realized that we were doing that every single day. And then one day I was like, oh, my gosh. This is getting out of hand. At some point, it reaches <laughs> like the the level of bullying. Yeah, but I didn't know. So now that we know that Rebecca's a bully, the no, fact that she dodges I, my high fives every day okay, makes total that's, sense. That's your fault. <sighs> so yeah. Anyway, that's the inside. That's the inside of radio. Yeah, I love working. You never. Radio. You never uh, said what surprised you. That's the most, right. Rebecca. Yeah. Um, I did say what surprised me the most when I talked about how you get a job because, you know, you're just waiting for somebody else to quit and you have to be there ready and willing and they have to know who you are when that happens. Oh, so and that the process takes forever. Spot. Oh, to get hired? Yeah. Like, yes, that takes forever. I worked full-time board up for like four months, I think, before they even talked to me about going full-time. And I was like, um... I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been here <laughs> full-time for a couple months now. And they were like, yeah, do you want to go full-time? And I'm like, uh, yes, I would love to to actually be considered full-time. That would be cool. Here's a little inside story. I, I don't know that it's any mystery, but I prefer co-hosting over um, anchoring. But currently, I anchor and don't true. do a lot of co-hosting. And uh, I, I like co-host or I like anchoring very little, but I do it. Is it is it because it makes you nervous? I always got nervous before I would anchor. Like my hands would sweat, and yeah, I always had a hard time with that. It's just because it's scripted, and so you can mess up a lot more when it's scripted. Tell me about it. And I really like. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I know. I really <laughs> like just being able to discuss things and debate stuff. 
I really, really like co-hosting. I miss Jonathan. I miss the Jonathan Weir show. I miss being able to be on that because that was like my reward at the end of the day. Like I'd come to work and I was like, all right, I'm going to write stories, which I don't hate. I do like doing interviews and putting together stories. It's just co-hosting is what I love to do. And so at the end of the day, I knew I had that. And now I just well, write it's gonna stories be a and I anchor and I don't do any co-hosting. And so. Oh, man. No co-hosting whatsoever. None. Except for on the podcast. <laughs> Not even for like oh. I'm talking, oh. I'm talking yeah. about for th- I'm talking about on radio. We're talking Obviously, about the inside story care. of radio. <laughs> So the know. reason why we do a podcast is... So this is the is, Nathan and Sam podcast. Hello. Yeah, hey, you want to be a co-host? Oh I don't gosh, have one at the guys, moment. that's yeah. not what I was she doesn't saying. So. I wasn't saying that at all. You know that I love doing this. That's why I show up every week, even though we don't get paid to do this. If I didn't love it, I wouldn't be here. Okay, this got really awkward. <clears throat> Sam, do you feel like the child when mom and dad are arguing? Yeah, what is going on? <laughs> mom, Stop! <laughs> Mom, why are you so mad at dad? (laughs) Then dad's going to take it out on me. That made my throat hurt. I do find that a lot of radio people have podcasts, though. Yeah. Because this is where we can, like, just break out and talk about what we really want to talk about. I don't have a podcast. You probably will eventually, or be part of one. I feel like podcasts, for one thing, well, for one thing, in radio... They're like, like you're always walking on a line because you could be fired at any given point. And so the podcast one for one offers kind of a little bit of like a cushion for whenever you do inevitably get fired. But also <laughs> inevitably. You, you'll get fired. Thank you, Nathan. Not you. Well, okay, <laughs> wow. probably you, but also me and Rebecca. Uh, but uh, not anytime speaking soon. Speaking of the insides that is not of radio. Spilling. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go on, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, everybody gets fired. Everybody. Uh, but um, unless you're Scott Parks. <clears throat> anyway, nobody gets fired. <laughs> everybody gets fired. Cut that part out. Right. <laughs> um, and so the podcast offers you a little bit of a, a cushion, but it also lets you say everything that you want to say at somewhere that you can't get fired for it as easily. You know? Yeah, true, true. I mean, we have to be a little careful because in case we say something against the place that we actually work, sure. if they found out about it, then we... Yeah, I absolutely love Intercom and everything about it. Intercom is a fantastic company. Highly recommend. They are. You want to know a fun fact about Intercom? Froggy 101 on um, The Office, the radio station, there's a bumper sticker on the yellow one yeah, on the, the one office. in the kitchen the frog it's in the kitchen it is in the, the kitchen wait right on the i on don't the, remember where it is i just or know, know that it's there that's an intercom radio station and that makes wow. me so excited and that's why she likes intercom that's why she likes the office no other reason well yep. what a fun fact mm-hmm. but yeah so i think that's why a lot of radio people have podcasts also they just like to talk and just can't get enough can't of it. Get so enough much of it. That I did a 2 a.m. radio me. show for. Oh two my years. gosh! So here's some advice to you. Don't do a 2 a.m. radio. Yes, show. there's for no free. need for you to do yeah. a 2 a.m. radio <laughs> for, show for, for free. free. Oh my gosh, that was so painful. How did it feel when you finally let that go, Sam? Quite a relief, actually. However, I started working 44 hours a week. The the week that I let it go, that was why I let it go. But you get overtime. So I do get overtime. That is absolutely true. It is really nice being able to relax on a Sunday 
and not freak out about trying to fall asleep at 7 p.m. Because I can't fall asleep when I want to fall asleep. I just, I have to just fall asleep. And so every Sunday, I would just sit there and just stare at the ceiling and count down the minutes until I had to leave for the radio show. And the best part was is I would usually fall asleep at like, I don't know, 1.30. And I was supposed to be there at 2. Yeah, that would suck. It wasn't good. Yeah, there was, there was a number of times that, that, yeah, that, don't I, do that. that I woke up. Uh, don't oversleep for your shift. To mm. my, my co-host calling me. Hey, buddy, you coming? And then, yeah, me rolling out of bed and flying to the station. That's on KKFI. Yeah. That's another radio station. A lot of radio stations out there, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys were talking inside scoop and people getting fired. Yeah. About to spill the tea on this. One thing I didn't expect was how often people get fired for no reason at all. That is true. Yeah. Here, okay. There's a reason. Right. And budget. See, not not a sensible reason. <laughs> I, I had heard that, like, as getting into radio, it was like, hey, people get fired a lot, or you're going to be, like, you either quit or you get fired. You're hardly ever at the same place for too long. But I thought there was, like, a certain threshold of, like, all right, you've been here for, like, nine to ten years you're kind of in the safe zone but or if you're just really bad at your job right but it's there seems to be no rhyme or reason to like why certain people get fired it seems like the really good people either the people who have been there for the longest or for a decent amount of time or the people who are like seemingly killing at their job killing it in a good way great ratings yeah it's it's usually those people that get fired and it's like i mean why it's fortunate because they are typically the people who have no problem getting a better job. True. With possibly True. even better pay. But we don't know an example of that. Not 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 a single one. Mm-mm. But no. you know, so that's like kind of the upside of the downside, but it still makes no sense either side. It's like Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. Every day you go to work. There's kids everywhere, orange people. It's <laughs> wild. Mm-hmm. You Donald just don't. Trump's everywhere. An actual water fountain of chocolate. Who are you going to lose next? That's right. Like, That's right. Somebody's yes. going to be chewing gum and they're going to blow up. That kid's never going to be the same. No, I go to work with my friends like every day movie. and like they're slowly dropping off. And I'm like, wait, what? Who's gone? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you never get advance notice. It's never like... Hey, we're eliminating your job, so you've got a week left. Or, you know, it's you do your shift, and then as soon as you're done, or even in the middle of it, they're like, Oh, yeah, it's happened in the middle. Hey, yeah, you're out of here. And then they escort you out, and everybody's like, Wait a second. Can I get my my backpack? My my backpack's still up there. We'll mail it to you. Yeah. (laughs) No, you cannot. We had a friend that got fired recently, and they were in the middle of their shift. And couldn't go back. They were doing a live remote, too, and couldn't go back to push the button for the person for the live remote. And so it just never went on. And the rest of his show didn't have any... His or Artist cut-ins because... Show. Or anchor, whatever that is. Show host cut-ins. Because he wasn't there. Or her. Or she wasn't there. (laughs) They weren't there. (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, he got fired in the middle. They got fired. (laughs) In the middle. <laughs> yeah, so that's a crazy thing. It's wild. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Radio. So welcome to radio. Yeah, don't go to radio. If you, you go to sales. <laughs> you know, it's funny. So go to sales. sales. You all know Bill Grady, who, by the way, did not get fired. He left on his own Bill terms. Grady. Uh-huh. Bill Grady, great guy. Bill, Bill great guy. So anyway, I've listened to KMUZ for a long time. Not trying to, you know, sound Plug like a suck KMBZ. up to my own station. Um, I listened for a long time, and so I knew Bill Grady's voice, and I had seen him at, you know, random events doing, like, live hits and stuff. And I kind of idolize the guy. And I work at a uh, very well-known gas station with a red logo and an abbreviated name. Quick Trip. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Good guess, Nathan. <laughs> I, I was working at the store up on uh, 435 in Row, and like twice in the same week, Bill Grady came in. And I was like, whoa, it's Bill Grady. I'm ringing up Bill Grady right now. And so I would stop him, which, you know, it's quick trip, so we, we try to move quick, so, like, you don't have a whole lot of conversation. You just don't trip, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, so I stopped him, and I was like, dude, you have my dream job. Like, I, you're awesome. Thank you. And he would look me square in the face with a smug look every, every well, twice, both times, and go, pick a different career, kid. I didn't know why he'd said that. <laughs> I was like, you think I'm not cut out? Like, I, we were already at ECAV together. Uh-huh. I was like, no, man, I'm pretty... Uh, Dreaming big. Pretty set in stone with what I want to do. Um, but thank you. And, yeah, now I know why he said that. <laughs> yeah. I would still not discourage anybody who wants to get into mm. radio from getting into radio. Because if you love being in radio, you love it. None I, of us get yeah. paid a lot to do what we do. I think my son makes more money than I do, but I do this job because I love this job. I have never, okay, that's aggressive. I rarely ever go into work thinking, God, I don't want to do this today. Now, I used to, when I produced the MU, the MU sports games on the KMBZs, there were right. some 15-hour days where I was like, <laughs> I don't want to go in because I'm not going to leave. Until the sun's almost coming back up. But other than that, yeah. Like, my normal day-to-day is pretty sweet. Waking up at 4.15 on every single Saturday morning is not sweet. But once I get to work, I love it. So, Yeah, it's definitely a passion that you have to have for radio, I think. Yeah, it's passion-driven for sure. Yeah. Okay, other thing I didn't expect in radio was fans. Like yeah, it's always cold in the studio, okay. right? Like so there's a lot of big fans. It's okay. constantly Some smaller spinning. fans, yeah. moderate fans. Now it's not that I have been recognized a lot. Okay, whatever. But <laughs> every once in a while, somebody does horn here. recognize me, and it blows me away every time because I'm going about my business being me, and then when somebody says, you know, like, oh my gosh, are you Rebecca Crockett? And I'm like, wait, where do I know you from? And they listen to me on the radio. It amazes me that anybody is excited to meet me. See, that happens to me too, but it's only with like my dad's geriatric friends that listen to the <laughs> <Toby> show. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, Sam, I love Toby. And I'm like, <laughs> the Toby Toby. Thank you. <laughs> he helps you me listen keep to my, my, news my lawn green. Yeah, Toby exactly. Toby is awesome. Yeah, so. That's always fun. So now whenever I go over to my dad's house, because he lives on a golf course, so it's not exactly a neighborhood. It's more like one gigantic family because they're all old people that talk to each other constantly because there's not that many houses. So every time I go to my dad's house now for any sort of holiday event, I don't get to talk to anybody 
other than all the old people that swarm around me and want to talk to me about Toby Tobin. 100%. Honestly, <laughs> I would just talk about my radio career as much as I possibly could because I love every opportunity I get to talk about it because I find that radio people are so odd there's few people that understand radio. That is true. And like, mm-hmm. I want We're to talk balls. about radio all the time, or I want to talk about a cool experience, but I don't want to brag about it. And so I just don't tell anybody anything that's cool that happens in radio. And nobody knows what I'm talking about when I'm talking about like audio editing and how you put stuff together and all of that. That stuff. is one thing that I also, that kind of surprised me about radio is how easy it is to edit audio. So easy. It is it easy, really but, is it, really but it easy. wasn't in the beginning. No, it, no, no, It no. took a little bit yeah. to get used so to. So easy in the beginning. Shut no up, issues maybe. at all. Wildly so easy. So I recall, <laughs> I recall how many times Nathan rage quit <laughs> in the middle of like editing stuff. That's true. But now, like as an introvert who needs some time away from everybody and talking, like just getting to sit there and edit audio is a really just peaceful, soothing thing that I enjoy doing. That is another fascinating thing about all radio people. Yes. While they are personalities and a whole <laughs> lot of people know who they are, you take them out of that studio. Oh my god! It's a whole different ballgame. Except yeah. for Dana Wright. Dana Wright is Dana <laughs> Wright. <laughs> microphone, no microphone. Yeah, no matter but where she still she goes. doesn't like one-on-one contact. That's true. That is like, true. And she won't sit with her back to anybody. Like, she has to have her back against a wall because she doesn't want anybody behind her because she has some anxiety about that. But if you'll watch when Dana and Parks are at events, Dana will stay at the table. Scott will get up and walk around. I think he, I think he's an extrovert. And I think he's the only radio person that I've met that's an extrovert. Because even though Dana is very loud and Dana, she's loud from where she's sitting. She, that's true. She doesn't that's get true. up and interact with a lot of people. But if you and come to the table to talk to her. her, she is more than happy to have a conversation with you. I think that's the case for all of us. We're more than happy to have a conversation <laughs> with you. I'm not. But I don't <laughs> want to start the conversation. Yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll talk to you, but I'm going to hate <laughs> Like seventy five percent of it, because I'm not gonna know what <laughs> oh I'm my saying. Gosh. It's a fact. It makes me nervous. Because <laughs> I I don't know. I I like to have my thoughts collected, and when I'm especially so, it, for me it's weird because like I can talk to one person that I know, no problem. If I have to talk to three people that I don't know, I can't think of what to say. But if I have to talk to like seventy people that I don't know, because I MC events for this thing called So Far Sounds. I have no problem. It's like I, it's like I'm not actually talking to them, even though they're all sitting there staring at me, and it just it just comes out. It's because you don't have to have small talk. You're just saying what you want to say. That's what and it is. That's the it. small talk. The, I, I yeah. do hate small talk. Yes, that's an introvert thing. <sighs> that's true. That's true. Oh, we've talked for a really long time. Like, how much time do we have left? Uh, just a few minutes, actually. Are you kidding? I'm dead. Did serious. we cover two topics this entire? Uh, show. pretty much just one. I mean, well, we talked about Nathan's well, Nathan near, right. near we talked death about experience poop and, then and radio, which is pretty much the, the basis <laughs> the of this podcast story. See, I told you poop was going to come back around at some point in this podcast. It always does. It always does when you least expect it. I am proud of you for not running to poop. If or you I could, guess proud of your bowels. Uh, if you could hear my stomach, I, it seriously sounds like 
like a deep sea creature has been swimming around my can stomach for the last week. Can you put the microphone week. to your stomach? Like, can no. you stand up and put the microphone to your stomach? And I can't let us make it. Hear, I, like, like the sounds. You want me to making? like drop fish food down there and see if it'll like start swimming around? Could you? No, I can't. Then why did you ask? I can't consume fish food, Rebecca. Why not? I'm you 100% asked if we could hear human. your stomach. We asked if we could hear your stomach, and then right because at the time it was going off. It's not anymore. Well, if it goes off, can you just interrupt us quickly? quickly. Stand up and put the microphone yes. to your stomach. If within the next five minutes my stomach starts making noise, I will lunge. I've got two burritos no. from Taco Bell right no, here. No, no, no. That's no. not advisable. <laughs> he should not eat one of those burritos. Does it It'll make you sick to even week. think about a Taco Bell burrito right now? I'm not going to lie. Whenever Sam was eating earlier, uh-huh. I was like, don't breathe. Don't breathe. Oh, no. Don't breathe. Sam, You're look welcome. at you. Yeah. You're welcome. That beefy Frito burrito, man. It was. Oh, gosh. Even thinking about it. Okay. Can we talk about radio buddies and radio? Because that's a big deal. Like when you have your friends there while you're traveling this whole journey of like getting into radio, it makes it so much easier. That is true. To be Mm -hmm. able to like tolerate those hard times when you, you have your friends with you. Well, and so many people in radio are such dominant personalities uh-huh. that you don't know how to read them. It, Dan That's Weinbaum true. is a prime example of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, for months, I didn't know if Dan was going to get mad at me for the things that I said. He and I have gotten into some extremely heated some conversations. Some very heated discussions where I was yelling, guys, <laughs> stop, seriously. But at the end of it, we're both like... Okay, good talk, man. Thanks. Yeah, I've five. gotten up and gone to the bathroom like in the middle of your discussion and come back and being like, you're still yeah. doing this. Yeah. You guys so are it's nice to be able to get up and walk over to Rebecca's desk and calm down <laughs> uh, because, yeah. Yeah, seriously, though, we are super lucky. Through college radio into like real big kid radio. Uh-huh. The fact that all we're working all three, in the same building. Yeah, that's... It's nuts. Yeah. And yeah. starting in promotions, you know, when you're down there and nobody, nobody's recognizing you, nobody's appreciating what you do, <laughs> you're doing like the really, really hard work. It would suck if you weren't doing it with your friends. Mm-hmm. And so when you know that you're going to go and you're going to get paid like nothing, but you get to go hang out with your friends, you're willing to do it. And that carries you through so that when you finally get that job that you've been waiting for, Man, it was a great experience. I don't know. I did get a lot of wolf t-shirts when I was in promotion. <laughs> free so t-shirts. That was cool. There's a job perk. Free yeah. t-shirts. <laughs> Sam was the freaking golden boy of promotions. Yes, <laughs> I have all was. the swag. He got he all of it. He still is. Like, I, 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 I am, They actually. can't <laughs> let him go. And he, yeah, he kept getting, like, jackets. I, I have two jackets. And <laughs> he got, like, all the good jobs. I have a really nice hat. A really nice hat. I can't even get a t-shirt that fits. They <laughs> will not true. order smalls. Oh, I was going to say, I have like 17 shirts, but they're all XLs. So. They will not need an, order smalls. an extra small after this illness. Not even kidding, dude. <laughs> Cough him. <laughs> I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. Away. Well, you won't need the coffin because there will be nothing left. It's true. So anyway, Nathan's dying. We're all dying, but yeah, not so, as quickly uh, as Nathan. Join us next week for the Rebecca and Sam podcast. <laughs> Nathan will have 
probably have a funeral between now and then. Pooped so. it all out. Boy, but that we'll tell you all I'm... about it. Yeah, right. We'll <laughs> tell you how the funeral was. It'd be and, a dank uh, funeral. Let's stop talking about my funeral <laughs> in case I actually die. Uh, that would be bad. Uh, oh. Thank you so much for chiming into the Nathan Bex podcast once again. Sorry we were gone for so long. I was sick and we had thanksgiving and stuff by the way somebody wished us thanksgiving oh my gosh happy, happy thanksgiving. thanksgiving i freaking saw that and i was like you didn't is... even tell me you need I to didn't get better even... at telling me these things i didn't even text them back nathan I'm horrible real quick what Whoa. are you thankful for uh i'm thankful for my radio buddies yeah Aww. i'm thankful for that fan that texted us and all of our fans even if you didn't text us, Happy Thanksgiving. Christmas is coming up. You got another chance. Well, thank you guys for having me. I'm sorry that I talked a lot. Well, we needed you to because, glad. you know, Nathan wasn't. <laughs> would have been a boring podcast. Fully available today. Our text line is 816-787-1511 if you want to chime in post-podcast. You can always do that. My name is Nathan. I'm Bex. We out. Kapush. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.